Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 29 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And this minute is going to start out with Steppenwolf uh, informing the Amazon warriors that he will bathe in their fear. And uh, the minute's going to end. You know what? These Amazons are not showing fear towards Steppenwolf. That's how this minute's going to end. Yeah, they really don't. Um, just quick note, I know yesterday we were talking a lot about uh, how much we love Steppenwolf's design. At least I am super infatuated with the design in this minute. And I also spoke a little bit about how Zack Snyder uh, originally was going to use the 2017 version of Steven Wolf, that other design. And... Knowing that, knowing that the whole movie was made with that original Steppenwolf design, that isn't this one, that at one point was the original design, so I know it's very confusing. The fact that they went back and reanimated and re-rendered this character into this version that we're watching now, there is so much detail in his face. Not just the armor and like the animation of the armor and all that, but when he says, I will bathe in your fear, and watching it in a really in really good uh, monitors or anything like that, I'm amazed with how they were able to go back, put more time into, into creating this version of Steppenwolf, and the detail, the mapping of, of the, the eyes, the, the little pores in his face, the, the wrinkles and stuff like that. He looks so good. The textures on this guy's skin are so good. And it's so much better than the other version that doesn't seem like it has any texture at all. Like it's just one bit mapping of an animation. That is incredible. It's incredible that it's like, it almost seems like they rushed to, they rushed to do this version, but somehow it looks way better than the version that they spent all the time going back on. And so I don't know how much time either one was spent on, but the other version to me will always just seem like a sabotage project. So I don't know if (laughs) animators are just like, we don't care about this either. So here you go. You can have your uh, other guy. But this one, there's some tender love and care in the design of this guy. There's so much detail. I I can't get enough of it. There's a lot of detail. A lot of detail on this one. Um, It's just... It's it's hard for me to even just like look at pictures of Stephen Wolf and just be like that guy was the villain. It's just like not a I don't know. It it falls so flat with just that title of him being a villain. Yeah. There's nothing villainous about him. He's just alien on a journey, really, just yeah. trying to find his lost toys that he that he misplaced at the last spot he left them, you know? And, it's and it just, seems like it seems like now you could ask people who the villain was and people would say Steppenwolf. But if you were to ask someone back then like who the villain of Justice League was, they'd be like, I don't know, the, the CGI guy that they fought. And it's like... The big guy. Now we, It's like now people know who Steppenwolf is because you've defined him so well that they're like... Now people are asking, well, like I know who Steppenwolf is, but who is that other guy? It's like, oh, that's yeah. Darkseid. That's the other one. 
Mm-hmm. And it's great that we're at that point where people are like, oh, this is Steppenwolf, but I don't know who this guy is. And it's like, okay, well, if the tables were turned back then, you would have been like, oh, well, that was Darkseid. I don't know who the CGI guy that they were fighting was. Um, it's just really interesting. I, I think now we have so much more appreciation that if a comic book were to come out now where Steppenwolf was the villain, people would be like, oh, yeah, the Justice League is fighting Steppenwolf. And there wouldn't be a, a who? Like, who is that? Like, I think this movie has put us past that now. And sure, yeah, like I said yesterday, there could be, you know, you could be the biggest Superman fan in the world. And yes, you know who Steppenwolf is. That's fine. It's great. But most people don't care. And now yeah. people care. Um, and so he says, I will bathe in your fear. And this is where we get the great <laughs> Amazon's a Themyscira. Show him your fear. We have no fear. This, $20 on the table. If you're at your next Comic-Con convention and you see some Amazons cosplaying, I guarantee there's going to be this moment at some point. I, this is like a, I guarantee there's going to be a convention thing at some point that you would just have a bunch of Amazons screaming, we have no fear. Like, I can't wait for it. I, I guarantee this is going to be a convention type moment. That's pretty awesome. I will say that my mother like clapped when that happened. We were watching it. She was like, "Oh yeah!" Like gave me a yeah, absolutely. It's like you like that, right? Like that's cool, right? She's like, "Absolutely." It's it's one of the coolest things ever. Just like this war cry of of just these strong Amazon warriors. Ah, it's it's so. I'm I'm bathing in the no fear. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm I'm bathing. Whatever they're doing, let me bathe Mm -hmm. in that. Um, Yeah. This is such a good moment. This is like, this is, this is it. This is like when you're like, I'm in this movie. Like I'm into this movie so much. I'm enjoying it. This is like, you're watching Zack Snyder's Justice League for the first time. You come across this moment and it's, this is one of those moments where you're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're watching this movie. It's so much fun. It's such a good time. Action's kicking in. The action hasn't even just, started yet. And yeah. you're like, let's do it. It's, I think that's what it is. I think, despite what you might think about 300, I I like 300. I won't say it's like my favorite movie or anything. I'm not too crazy about it. I'm really not that crazy about, you know, Zack Snyder movies in general. Like, I'm not like diehard about him and, and like his movies, but he knows how to do these moments. Like these mm-hmm. moments that just make you feel powerful because he puts so much energy into it. And like his energy like transfers over to the actors and, and then you get a scene like this. And it's it's just great. It just feels good. And I think if you can get a feeling out of a moment, like that's how you win. That's how you win a big cinematic moment. It's like Let's feel powerful. It doesn't have to be Wonder Woman. It doesn't have to be Justice League. It can be the simplest of things. It can be other characters can do it. Um, and I, I just think that it's just so powerful. It's such a powerful moment. I'm glad that we have this film so that you know we can look at the Amazons of Themyscira and, and feel their power without Wonder Woman being there. Um, and it pays off. It pays off because... The Amazons don't do so hot in this minute, you know. One of them gets the first strike against a pair demon, but besides yeah. that, they they take some casualties because the pair demons start doing some work. Steppenwolf's doing some work. Um, They're flying. Amazons can't fly. <laughs> they I mean... can't fly. They don't have guns still. Um, and 
it, I think despite them dying so much, I think it's the fact that they have no fear. Like, yes, like we are going to die at any moment. I could die right now, but I'm going to fight to my last breath. I think mm-hmm. it's because of that that they're able to overwhelm Steppenwolf in that moment. They're like, I just got to put my body on you. Like, oh yeah, one hundred. Like I know they you got spikes and stuff. Movement. Yeah, it's like I know you got spikes. I gotta, I gotta come. I gotta, I gotta do something. They have the numbers. At least in this moment, um, they have the numbers. So yeah, throwing their bodies on him to to just not let him move is the, that's the play. Yeah. Um, my question is, do you think the comment of "I will bathe in your fear" uh, has any roots in? in previous, uh, especially in previous Justice League, but with the parademons and how they sense the fear out of the humans and, and they and they turn them into parademons because of it and everything. I know in this movie we get it, they, they sense the mother box, but, uh, you know, in comic books and even in 2017, it was the fear is what attracted parademons. Um, so it seems like there is still a an underlying uh, tone of fear that, that Apocalypse is supposed to, you know, still have on Earth. I wonder, I I don't know if it's like a literal thing like that, but I do know that like, because it's weird, like it, it's it's weird because in the 2017 version, it almost seems like Steppenwolf has a totally different motivation with the Amazons, whereas this version, it's more of just like, I feel powerful because yeah. if you guys do not, if, you know, believe in Darkseid, then your fear is my power and I will destroy you. But, you know, it's one of those things. In the 2017 version, it was something weird about making them love him. So it was like... Yeah, it was a weird submission thing that, like, that seems like you're trying to bring about Wonder Woman lore and Amazon lore into it, but it doesn't work. Uh, Yeah, there was something Not, like, right off the bat. Yeah, it's just, like, not right off the bat unless, like, you know the whole deal with Hercules and the Amazons where you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, that was, like, a thing. But then, like, shouldn't you say, like, when you say, you know, you all will love me, I will bathe in your fear, yada, yada, things like that, shouldn't it be, like, more of a kick? You should be getting more of a kickback from the Amazons? Like, uh uh-uh, we already been through that. And that doesn't happen, so it's really just, like, why is he so obsessed with making them wanting to love him? Like, who is this guy? He doesn't even go back there. I think what works great in this movie compared to the other version is in the other version, a lot of times when Steppenwolf would talk, you would have either Wonder Woman or the Amazons being like silent and scared and like, oh, I got to stop this man because he's, you know, saying all these things and I'm scared about it. In this version, they don't take that shit. Mm-mm. both Wonder Woman and the Amazons where he's like, I will bathe in your fear. This one's mine. And both of them are just like, we have no fear. I belong to no one. Like th- those moments get cut out and like, yeah, we want to fear the bad guy cause he's the big bad guy, but it's also badass to see your heroes stand up and be like, no, <laughs> what be afraid of you? No way. Yeah. Then who would I be? And so exactly. you have these heroes saying, I have no fear. What are you talking about? I'm about to whoop your ass right now. Like, yes, show me that. Because that's what we need to see these heroes do. I don't want to see Wonder Woman being scared of Steppenwolf. I want to see Wonder Woman cut off his head. Like, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, and her mother's the same way. She's like, listen, dog, you ain't getting past this. <laughs> We're not... I'm, what is it? Like, 
if that other version would have been like, I will make you love me. I will make them all love me. That Queen of Palata would have been like, all right, now, hold on. Yeah, you, Bo, you shut up. You will. I'm sorry you just died right now, but I got to go kill this man right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. we don't have that in the other version. In this version, it's like, like it's so much better. It's so much tonally better for what these guys are. And like, like I said, it doesn't have to be the Justice League. It can be your Amazons because they are all empowering. It's not just Wonder Woman. It's so good. I absolutely love it. And the scene where they do start to overwhelm him and they start to dogpile on top of him and make sure he doesn't get the mother box, it's done in slow motion. So there's more emphasis on like just how courageous and heroic it is that these regular Amazons, like I don't have a name for the first one that tries it. The first one who's just like, Oh, I'm just going to go kill... They th- Yeah, they throw their shield and sword down. It's like, weapons down. I got to go grab this zombie. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they don't care that they're going to die. Their mortality means nothing right now. Stopping this man, getting that mother box, that's what's important. And because it's in slow motion, it just it adds more dramatic emphasis to like just how important it is that they're doing this, how inspirational it is that they're doing this. That's what Amazons do. And it's so good. It's so important. I think it's just just a right vision that we needed for the Amazons so that we don't think of them as parademons. Like, the parademons are parademons. They're, they're whatever. They're these insect bugs. Yeah, sure, they, some of them uh, deserve a promotion, I'll say. But for the most part, it's like when, it, when a parademon dies, you're like, all right, cool, whatever. That, that was like, they deserve it. Like, we're here to see them get scrapped up. But the Amazons, it's like you get to care about them even when there's no name to them. Like mm-hmm. the first one who goes after Steppenwolf. I don't know who it is. I don't know what in in universe character name of that one is, but because she tries to do it, that I'm like, hey, she's cool and badass because she tried to. She she had that thought of like, well, if I have no fear, my queen is here. I'm going in. I'm going to try and cut off this man's head myself. You're uh, talking about the one that fl- that uses the shield to jump on? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Who, yeah, the first one who jumps in and... Uh, Lays like, on the head. Yeah, he, she tries to stab him and like the sword doesn't work. And does she do the the shield jump from the Wonder Woman? Yeah, she does She does yeah. a shield jump. Yeah, yeah, she does the shield jump. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and like you just have to applaud that effort. And they're just so strong looking when they like grab Steppenwolf. It just feels yeah. so powerful. Um, it's like they were waiting for it too. Like once they saw the one attacker fall to the ground, they are all just like, okay, that's our they're moment. They're like, yo, like he's, get him. He, paused, <laughs> he, he misstepped. We got to go get him. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I, he's I, distracted. I love it. Um, this is where we get to the, um, oh, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, Nate, if you have any notes. But I was going to talk about what's going on with the Queen Apolita and and her. Oh, yeah. And her three sisters, two yeah, sisters. Yeah. Um, where she says, gather the legions and we must seal the cage. Uh, this is the part where she calls to Philippus to join her. And Vanelia, uh, played by Dawson da- Crows, she's the one who turns and, and joins uh, Menelope to, to leave and gather the legions. Which I don't know what happened to Philippus. But I, I know that at the end of this entire scene where the legions do show up, that Philippus is there riding on horseback, like 
right next to Menelipe. So we know that Philippus does in fact leave and survive, but I, 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 that, that shot is always confusing to me where it's like, why does Venelia turn to um, uh, Menelipe and leave? And then Venelia does come back with ho- some horses and, and then Venelia dies. And so I'm always confused by that. But, uh, uh, you know, we need, we need some, some uh, good hero shots of, of Venelia, so why not? Um, but yeah, Nate, do you have anything about this one? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if we can if we can pick apart this whole uh, confusion with Philippus and and uh, Vanilia thing we got here. So if you look up Philippus from Justice League, there's two actresses that portray her. One as the normal Philip Philippus that we know, and then one is this blonde lady. Um, this blonde lady actually is the voice of the computer for uh, the Discovery in Star Trek: The Ship. Oh really? Cool. Wait, yeah. Downton Crows or um, her name is Julianne Grossman. Huh. Interesting. So let me see if I can scroll down to see if I can find Justice League. She's in all these things: Star Wars, The Old Republic, uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic. Oh my gosh, she's all over. I do like. Um... She played. She voiced Big Barda in in some Star uh, Justice League things. Where is? Where where Justice is Philippus? <laughs> That's my question. Maybe maybe she's not in this, and it's just showing her. Um... There was part of me that was the first time I was watching this scene and seeing the Zack Snyder version. I was worried because when an Amazon dies in this scene in this minute, it's so like uh like just depressing or disappointing. Like, when they die, because it's so powerful. Like, the hits that they take, where it's like, oh, they died. Oh, that one's dead. It's like, it's so very obvious that they died, that it's painful. And we'll see one um, later on in this scene that actually does die, that we know of. And it's like, oh, no, that one died. But in this moment, I was always like, oh, did are they just killing off the ones that I know? Like, without me, uh, without giving it more of a dramatic impact? Because... Those hit harder when when um when characters just that you know and love just die very quickly and they don't spend time on it. They're just like, yeah, well, that's that's life and death. They just die that easily. And so when I was watching some of these get shot that are next to the queen and just fall backwards and die, I was always like, oh, did they just kill off like Vanilla and Philippus and and Menelipa? And I just didn't notice. Um, because they don't spend time on it. It's a lot like um, the Sam Peckinpah type films where uh, they had like Wild West stories and it was just like, oh yeah, you have a, a, a group of um, uh, bandits and they're doing a heist, but if one of them were to get shot in the action, we're not going to drama it up. It's just like, oh, shot, dead. Oh, there's a woman who got caught in the crossfire. Oop, shot, dead. Kind of things like that. And I remember watching this scene for the first time and just being like, oh, no, I hope that one wasn't uh, so-and-so and so-and-so died over here. Um, and so I was fearful of that as well for Philippus, where I was like, oh, I hope they didn't just kill Philippus off. And I'm just not seeing her in the in the chaos getting killed. And um, But unfor- uh, fortunately, we do see uh, some some spotlight on the ones that do die that are important. Um but is yeah. Vanilia a sister? Vanilia no, is not, not a, a sister. Vanilia not. and and Philippus are 
when we were doing Wonder Woman, I read them as senators. They are part of the queen's mm-hmm. company, and they are uh, considered senators of of Themyscira. And you see them when so after the Germans invade the beach, and then they interrogate Steve Trevor. And then Diana is trying to reason with her mother, like, you must help this man. And, you know, you see the the Queen's guard, like, following with her. That's where you see Philippus and Venelia. They do follow behind uh, Diana and Queen Apollosa as they kind of argue quickly about this situation. Um, and so that's where I distinctly remember them from. Um but I, I believe they're senators. I think that's the best way to put it. Because they, when they show that throne room in Themyscira, I believe they have chairs for them if they were to sit down. But yeah, uh, they're all standing. Vanilli was also present uh, during the interrogation of Steve Trevor in that said, very said throne room. That is correct. Um, so yeah, I'm still confused as to why um, we do see Vanilla run when Philippus is called, uh, unless we want to roll it back and see if Philippus is off to the side, running as well. I mean, my guess is just that Philippus did leave, but um, uh, my guess is when Queen Hippolyta says, go with her, she's also referring to Vanilla. Like, Menelipe yeah. calls to Philippus, but Queen Hippolyta was like, when she says go with her, she's talking to Vanilla. And so Vanilla so, does leave with her. In the line, I can see that it would be Hippolyta center, Menelipe stage left, um, Philippus stage right, and then following Philippus is... Oh, see, now I don't know. Yeah, no. Well, the original three, when we spoke about the Trinity as they walked in, was Queen Hippolyta. Philippus is now in place of Antiope because... Yes. Philippus is the one, I believe Philippus was the one commanding. Yeah, she's now commander of the of, of this cage, or, at least. Uh, yeah. Because. Well, no, she's she's commander of. Well, Philippus Amazons. was always here in the cage defending. That's why she said, alert the queen. And so then Queen Apollo shows up with Menelipe. And then uh, at some point, Vanilia shows up as well. But also, Vanilia has a cape. The, most other ones don't. So that must be a status symbol as well. Uh, that I like. Um, Very Romanesque as well. I hope all these Amazon warriors get action figures because uh, they deserve some some praise. These these they're so cool. Um, especially Menelipe. Everyone give a shout. I'd out buy to- a Menelipe action figure. Are you kidding me? Because that's like <laughs> that that's like like a like a Flashpoint Wonder Woman type thing. Like yeah. she's like armor clad with the big cape and everything. And she's the third sister. Everyone's always talking about Queen Apollo and Antiope. Everyone give a shout out to Menelipe. Lisa Loving Kongsley plays that character. She's great. Fantastic. I want to see that character more often. Cause she she deserves to to become like a dynamic uh sister as well to to Queen Apollo. And she does uh have more um more moments in this film, not just here, but uh with the the hero beacon and then the other scene where uh the unity uh happens, stuff like that. I, I really do enjoy that. Um these characters and I, I I love being a geek enough to 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 geek out about these Amazon people instead of just being like oh they're you know they're just Amazon women they're this is still Wonder Woman's world it's like now it feels more like it's the Amazon's world and and Wonder Woman is just 
you know, of of that. You know, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We're not belittling belittling the Amazons anymore, which I would never want that to be the case. So they're getting their spotlight, which is much deserved, um, in my opinion. So I I'm a huge fan of this scene. Um, cool little fun fact though. Um, Philippus was created by the very same George Perez, I believe, in 1987. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman Volume Two, Number One. So, kind of a little hits a little home here. Living in uh, Florida, um, George Perez was our local uh, famous comic book artist, and the store that I worked at was uh, his home home shop. So, kind of fun there. Yeah, you got to see George Perez sometime. A few, uh, multiple times. Yeah. Great, great guy. Very nice. Uh, great family. Cool shirts he wears. I see him. <laughs> The, like all in those like Tommy Bahama type shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a yeah, great, 100%. great wardrobe. Yeah, great 100%. fit. Yeah, that man had the drip. Um, Very nice guy. <laughs> but uh, I think that's all I have for this one, Nate. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we will catch you guys tomorrow for minute number thirty of Zack Snyder's Justice League.